John chapter 2. Praise God. So, we'll look at John chapter 2. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both, I'm not preaching about marriage today. I'm preaching the word of God. And so don't be afraid that about the scripture. And both Jesus was called his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have, they have no wine. You know, I just like this kind of life where there's a problem and Jesus is the kind of person that you are expecting to fix it. Amen. You know, not, people, not many people have fixed problems. You know, the, Jesus told, Mary told them that there is no wine. It, not, not as though it was Jesus' wedding. But there's just something about Jesus that fixes things. Some people are the problem. Some people bring solution. Amen. And you have to you have to be that kind of person where people look to you for solution. Not you being the not you being the problem. When you're the problem, people will run away from from you. You know. Are there people you run away from? Yeah, that's the truth. Because whenever they come, there's always, you know, there are some calls that, ah, it takes faith to pick it. Because you are wondering, kilo two, kilo two, yeah, there are people like that, that when you see their call like this, it's a problem. And then there are some people, it's not as, as though they have a problem. Their presence is, is the problem. Whenever they themselves are around, there's a problem. We don't, you know, don't be that kind of person. You get the point now. Where people are careful how to, they don't know what will get you angry again. You get what will we say? That your royal highness will not. How many of you know those kind of people? Or you know you are that kind of person? <laughs> you have to adjust. Eh? There's this uh, old woman that whenever (laughs) whenever I go and see her why are you do you know about the old woman? Why you do you know the old woman? Why you The Lord will forgive you. Whenever I go and see that woman, anytime she goes for an event or anything, when I go and see her, I tell her, how many people did you did your eye one kind? How many people? Because she's always suspecting everybody. She say, ah, got the money, Ben, Ben, mommy, I want Kenny. Move, 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 move. I'm telling you. Somebody is always trying to do something. Somebody is always trying to do something. One day, 
she went to a particular church and the ushers changed her seat. And uh, she said, ah, that she went to that church that they have gang against her in that church that when she sat down somewhere, this other place was a good place. That so they, they, that usher now came. And that's the second time that usher would take her out of. And tell me, I said, the usher does not know you. He said, oh, a woman would tell <laughs> I tell you, there are people like that. And um, you might be like that. How do you know you're like that? People tell you. You see, when people tell you you are like some, you are, like, you are a certain way, you are like that. Stop saying people don't get you. And people tell you you're a certain way, especially your, your saved husband. Or your saved wife. When they tell you you are like that, there's no reason why your wife wants to lie. <laughs> Have you ever thought about it? Why does when 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 your husband tells you or your wife tells you you are like this? Ninety percent assurance is that you are like that. You understand? Can somebody hit on? Maybe you are very cheerful, and then your husband will not come. There, you are always. Gloomy. Maybe is that what is that the word? You always gloomy. Yeah. I want you to be more cheerful. You say no. Everybody knows me as a cheerful person. You know. If you are cheerful, they will. Or your wife tells you you are stingy and you argue. Say me stingy never. <laughs> you are. Huh? Whatever your spouse tells you you are doing, you are doing it ninety percent of times. You know, imagine if you agree to this statement of mine, your change will be faster. Because sometimes before you even start the change, you have not even agreed. So the change has not even, change has not even started. You can't you can tell me who you are. I'm the one feeling it. I'm the one experiencing it. You understand? When I, when I eat, when there's salt in a soup and I eat it, you can't tell me there's no salt. I, I can't eat it. The salt is too much. Maybe the salt is. is. <laughs> or the food is not sweet. I can't say it's sweet. <laughs> are we together here? So when people who who are closest to you, especially your spouse, tells you something, especially when there is no quarrel, someone just calls you and say, "This is it." Um, there is no reason to argue. You just, even if you can't sit, you can say, for now, I'm not really seeing that thing. God needs to open my eyes and give me illumination. You understand? It's like saying, it's like your spouse telling you you snore and you want to swear to God that. <laughs> On this issue, I had to get some evidence. I did, some, I did recording. So that there will not need for argument. <laughs> not audio, video recording. <laughs> say, eh, hey, I say, eh. Hey. <laughs> no more argument after that, after that day. 
So, in fact, you need to ask those who are closest to you to tell you, especially your spouse. Just ask your spouse, tell me, what, what, what are my shubon? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Yeah. When you tell me something, you have to trust God. Or you say pass a big I don't I don't I don't know is I don't open market <laughs> John chapter two and when they wanted wine the mother of Jesus said Unto him they have no wine. This way. <laughs> Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with you? My hour is not my hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever I said unto you. Do it. She already has a definite key on how to operate with Jesus. She knows the mathematics and the science behind the works of Jesus. She knows the definite way to get Jesus to do wonders. And then she said, I found out that um, whatsoever he tells you to do, if you can just do that, whatsoever he tells you to do. Now, let me say this to you, that naturally speaking, you are not naturally wired to do what you are told to do. Are you together with me? It's not a, it's not a natural thing. That's why in primary school, one of the most important tools that is in primary school, secondary schools, especially government secondary schools, important tool of learning is a stick. Eh? Ken? is a very important tool in every uh, proper second. And this cane, you buy it yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You buy it yourself. Every semester, Five five four four six six. You carry it. You 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 submit it. Yeah, that is a tool needed. You understand for the impartation, <laughs> the successful impartation of knowledge inside. Why? Because you will not be told what you are told to do, except you see there is a possi- there is a imagination of pain. You know, if you do otherwise, then. We respect ourselves. Till uh, we graduate from the secondary school, and one day you see the teacher like you. It's not a. That's the reason for fines. Uh, because we don't like to be told what we are told to do. Amen. Even sometimes when an usher puts you in a seat, 
that you like, but because it was somebody that put you there, it would have been the one you would go to if you were going on your own. But because Anosha put you there, sometimes you just feel like changing it so that you get the point. You just by yourself, you... So we are not... It's not a natural thing. We like to do what we tell ourselves, one. Uh, we like to do what we feel like doing. How many of you know we like to do what we feel like doing? Ah. Uh, sometimes we like to do what uh, we will get applause and applaud for. There are different reasons why we do what we do. Sometimes it's so that you can eat in the night. There are things you do in the morning so that you can. There are just different reasons why we do. But you see, to do things without a motivation that is from you. A motivation that you thought out. But to do things primarily because another told you to do it is a very serious ability. It's not a natural um, ability. You see, but by the message of God, there's something that Mary had come to understand and she has come to appreciate is that Mary just find out what is Jesus telling us to do and uh, she has perfected the art of it. And then she was going to train the people and say, yeah, there is no wine. But the second important thing after that is that are you willing to do what, what he says you, you should do? Praise God. And in fact, generally speaking, that is always the way to solve problems. Every problem has a solution. The question is, are you willing to do it? If you are too slim, you want to grow big, there's something to do. Eh? If you, are too, if you are big and you want to reduce, there's what? There's something to do. If your business is not working, there's what? There's something to do. Do you know there's no cost called not growing spiritually? You know, there's no cost. Like they place a cost on somebody not to grow. Nobody has that cost. But are people growing spiritually? No. Why are people not growing? Because they have refused to do what they are meant. If you do what you are meant to do, Huh? You will grow spiritually. Are we together here? If you want your stomach to reduce, I mean men, for example, there are some things to do. There's a time not to eat. Uh. <laughs> There's a time not to eat. By the time you kidnap her by in the midnight. <laughs> and then in the morning you are not saying this stomach, this stomach. So Mary said, whatever he tells you to do, you do it. Now, we don't like to be told to do, but again, even if we are, even if we are, we are told what to do, we don't like to be told whatever. That's another serious challenge. Many times, even if we want to do what uh, we are told to do, sometimes we have the list of what we want the person to pick from. How many of you know that you have the list? For example, a lot of you are willing to marry God's will for your life, but it must not be Igbo. You are ready to marry God's will for your life, but it must not be short. You understand? The will must be picked from tall people. God must go and look for the tall people and pick one person from that place to be the will. Are we together here? Or some of you, yeah, you are willing to marry the will, but must, the lady must be fair. 
Some of you is a dark lady. Huh? It must be the will of God, but never be a pastor. How many of you don't want to marry a pastor? Raise your hand. Let me see the wicked people in this church. You don't want to marry a pastor? Raise your hand. You're raising it in your heart, have you? Okay. One wicked person is there. Well, you're already married, so... And God can call anybody at any time. <laughs> at any time it feels like. And my friends here. And so, whatever he tells you to do, you do it. Glory be to God. I'm just going to look at this story and um, enjoy it. There's a light there that God has for us. And then I'm going to pray for us. And verse 6 says, and there were set there six water pots of what? Of stone. After the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three fair kings apiece. Can I have another translation, uh, maybe an NLT of this verse? Verse 6. Standing there were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Praise God. Alright, let's go back to our KJV. So, they had water pots that were set. You know, there are some, how many of you know those bowls, those, those big stuff that, that have location? Eh? That they are set, those drums in your house that have location is when the, uh, when water finishes, you have to refill it. Eh? Sometimes you forget to refill it because maybe water is running in the house. When the water stops running in the house, the whole family remembers the person who is meant to feed that thing that did not. I said, we always tell you there was always water here. So it is set there. It has different location. Amen. It has different location. It's set there. So this water port has its own location and it has the amount of water it fills. Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. Now, this is a very interesting conversation. Now, the challenge, the problem we have now is that what we need is wine. And every time they are going to fetch water into that, uh, what, that, that drum, what they are carrying there is water. Now, the people carrying water from wherever they are carrying to feed that place. They know their need is, is wine. Now, imagine the journey. I'm talking about the mind. What are you thinking when your prayer point is wine and the commandment is carry water? To go and fill where it's always water that is there. Now, what is, what is spectacular about that kind of instruction? If you had told us to go to where they put the wine and do our hands somehow and do like this, Alina, Paradi, Paradi. Well, how do you tell the people who are desirous for wine to be fetching water? Now, you see, let me tell you something about this kind of assignment. When God tells you to be fetching water when you are needing wine, it just reminds you how useless your life is. You see, 
You see, sometimes God leads you in a journey where you are just aware that, okay, Esha Mabali, I Because you expect him to introduce a serious, a serious commandment that will look like he's doing something. You see, I'm just, me, I'm just thinking you know, that people are in trouble needing, <laughs> I tell you, needing wine. They are in trouble needing wine. And the commandment is that they should be fetching water. Now, do you know, you see, what's the distance between water and wine? It's, 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 it's foul. <laughs> it's foul. It's not close. It's not close in anything. Water and wine. Water is is the assurance that there's no wine. Water makes it definite that there's no. Water is not in any way close to wine. And that was the assignment that he told them. He said they should. They should. They should fill it to the brim. Hey, brim. Friends, I tell you the truth, those guys were fetching water. Because the commandment is whatsoever. Now, let me say this to you. If God is the one that can solve your problem, and you agree to that, what better plan can you have other than what he has said you should do? Let's have, yes, his plan is, doesn't make sense. But can you ever have a better plan than God? Like, if God is wrong, are we not doomed? If God is wrong, can I be right? If God is, misses it, can I get it? Meaning that if God misses it, let's just know that it will be missed. That the folly a lot of us enter is to go and solve a problem thinking that God can solve it and come out of the instruction he's giving us to look for another way to solve it. The question is, let's even assume you are correct that God is wrong. If God cannot fix you, <laughs> are you together with me? Fill it to the brim. So, it takes, are you together with me, friends? It takes another type of mind hmm, to consistently remain on a journey commanded by the Lord that doesn't look like the answer to your prayer. It takes, it takes, it takes, it takes another type of heart yeah, to be consistent on an instruction by the Lord. Are you with me, friends? That what that doesn't look like an answer to your prayer. And the person that made it possible, I don't know if I can preach here, the person that made it possible for those guys to be able to do it was Mary. 
Because they don't know Jesus from anywhere. Am I preaching here? They don't send him. But there was a way, their, their engagement with Jesus' commandment was based on the instruction that Mary gave them. So they were not just pouring water into that jar because Jesus said they should do it. They were doing it because Mary said, whatsoever he said we should do. So each time they were going, I said, well, Mary, whatsoever. So you see, because if they, if, if they had not had that anchor, their foolishness would have overwhelmed them. Yeah. Am I preaching? Yeah. Since I don't do this industry, you see, but they left him. Now, this woman put us for this insult. Huh? Are we preaching here? Are you enjoying this story? These are the stories that will change your life. And so they kept on doing it. And friends, you are going to do some things that don't look like the prayer, the answer to the prayers that you are praying. You are going to do some things that don't look like it. But you see, there are instructions that you will get from the Lord, from the scripture, from the spirit from your pastors. It doesn't look like a direct answer. But that is what he has told you to do. Now listen. Are you here with me? I need you to agree. That doing otherwise is a waste of life. Now if you agree to this statement. You have speed. When you just tell yourself. If I am doing no matter how. No matter what's going on, if I, if what I'm doing is not what the Lord has asked me to do, I am currently wasting life. Jesus put it this way. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, you, which one of you, through worry, adds one cubit to your stature? So there's something called stature. Now, as regards that stature in that context, Jesus has taken the monopoly of ability to increase stature. So it's only me that can increase stature. So you now stay here. You now invent a software. The name of that software is Worry, which operates with the with the with the bringing together of facts and fears. Are you together with me? It's the juxtaposing of facts, fears, and speculation. You juxtapose. That's the meaning of worry. Your ability to juxtapose. Okay, let's, for example, now, maybe you are feeling very sick. And the Lord says, praise me. There's no problem. But you see, you can take those symptoms and then introduce it into Google. Uh-huh. Are you together with me? And Google will explain some things to you and tell you that this thing, if there is another symptom, maybe your right eye is itching. 
That is an extreme case of Sivanosusasis. And you now notice that your eye is, is itching. Hey! <laughs> that Sivanos has caught me. Why? It is the juxtaposing of facts, fears, and speculation. I said there are, there are, the population of women is half of the population of men. So actually, there will not be men to marry, marry women and this thing. When you are from age 40 to this thing, your chances of getting married is 2%. Your this in Nigeria employment this thing is as to, uh, unemployment rate is now forty eight percent. By the time you juxtapose that thing, he's saying that you have entered a serious work. The work is called worry. But he now made a statement that now if worry can solve problem, it will still be bad investment. It will still be bad investment because there is a cheaper way of solving it. You see, what is worry? I've explained how we worry. But what happens when you, are, when you worry? You see, you see, can I tell you what, what worry does to you? What worry does to you is that worry destroys. The very person. Are you with me? That is desiring of a thing. So my point is this. That even when that thing comes. We are not going to need another thing now. It is the healing. Of the person. Eh? So, so, so eventually the problem becomes. More. Because what you are worrying about has come. Eh? But now the person it has come to. Has been destroyed by worry. Worry is destructive. It's, 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 like, it's like using your head to purchase a cup. The question now is now that you have bought the cup, where are we going to? <laughs> where will we wait? Because the head has now been, we have sold the head. Now the cup has come. Are we going to put the cup in the hand now? Or we'll put the cup on the knee? That, so, so you have a cap, but you don't have a head. So that's what worry does. Now, that's even if worry can bring the cap. Jesus now says that that stature, you cannot add one cubit to it via worry. So you have, you have expended resources and you are not even getting, you are not getting returns. Are we together here? So you need to agree to yourself. That anything I do outside the will of God, the instructions of God, will not even yield anything, will not even solve the problem. So, my, my fastest route. You know, let, you know why I'm explaining this this way? Because the reason why we leave God many times and do what we feel like doing is because we think there's a faster route. But I'm telling you that if you want speed, follow God. If you want speed, what should you do? You follow God. Because what what is this what is speed if you are running on a track that does not exist? Speed, you is an the track is an illusion. You now run run, you carry first, but they now told you that that race is not holding in a unicorn, it's a giga stadium. And then you won in unicorn. 
<laughs> now it doesn't matter if you carry first day, but you carry first on a track that is not your track. So you did not carry first. You wasted life. They say, where's the trophy? They say, no trophy. Where's the medal? They say, no medal. They say, you say, why? I won. You say, one word. There's no competition here. So all people that ran with me, they were playing, they are not running, they were just playing. There's nobody was running anything. The real race is happening in Agege Stadium. And now, you have wasted your strength, your energy. In fact, you broke your leg, but you continue running so that you can win. So there, there, will, there will be absolutely no solution. And that's what many people do. You see, many people are not hardworking, but they think they are working hard. You see, you are not working hard if what you are doing is not commanded of God. <laughs> you, you, are, you are dying. You are, you, are, you, are, you are topping your life small, small. Can I preach here? Can I talk to you? There is no, there is nothing. There is no dream, no desire that is worth purchasing with your life. Nothing. Nothing. You see, when you find yourself using your life for anything, then you're on the road tracks. You should use grace. Whatever we do should be causing us to be replenished inside. Anything you are doing that is not replenishing you is not the will of God. When you are doing something and you are dying, that's how you know when you are not in the will of God. It is, it is, it is dying within. And once you are walking hard, but you are dying inside. You are not in the will of God. You need to stop that thing. You are not meant to die. Tell somebody you are not meant to die. You know, some people are dating people that when they see, listen to me, some people are dating people that when they see their call, their heart will shake. Now that's his fiance. Fiance. He sees the guy's call. Your heart will shake. You are dying. Now that's not the person God wants you to marry. Yeah. You are, you are the shaker. Uh, 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 I don't know. Where are you? Tell me where are you. Uh, uh, I don't know where I am. So where are you? Video call. No, that's not the person God wants you to marry. The person God wants you to marry, immediately you pick the call, you will have life inside. More life. You just pick the call and say, ah, I'm happy to hear your voice. Then life will. You can't pick the car and repent. I said, Father, please have mercy on me, Lord. This journey that I'm going on, oh Lord. <laughs> on this journey, oh God, oh Lord, go with me. <laughs> no, that's not the will of God. No, that's not the will of God. Praise God. Even if he's preaching, even if I'm, what I'm doing is, as I'm preaching or I'm pastoring, if I'm preaching and dying inside, I'm not in the will of God for my life. Maybe I'm meant to be in Alaba. Yeah. You get the point now? That's not what I'm meant to do. You should not die inside. Are my friends here? Yes, so, whatever it tells you to do. But I just need you to appreciate that thought I shared about people going to fetch water and what they want is wine. <laughs> you are just carrying cake and you are pouring water. And the crisis on ground is why. Oh God, will you not leave us to go and look for how to look for this wine? Why are you wasting our time fetching water when we need wine? But that's what he said. Now, the reason is that God is very powerful. Listen, the power of God is not a little bit above your problem. 
So it's not like a struggle, then God will win. God can turn, he can turn anything to wine. So it's not, it's not what he turns to wine. It is, it's, he puts you in a place where he messes up your brain. In a way where you stop thinking about how wine can come. Till you start just living with him and for him. That's, you see, the exercise God is taking you through is calm down. <laughs> the, the, the next day, if you think it's what I will turn to wine, you are deceiving yourself. You can use sand to turn to wine. You can use near wine to convert to wine. It's not that, no, it's not that calm down. So it will mess you up with an instruction that is sometimes irrelevant. Sometimes will not even answer you. You see, when God is not answering you, when God is not answering you, the real challenge is that why are you now answering yourself? You didn't get my point. I will, I will explain. When God is not answering you, it means that he's telling you that that thing is in my hand. The real challenge is that he will not answer you until you take his posture. Because what God is trying to solve is, ah, yeah, 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 is always on my side. So he uses your challenge sometimes to invite you to his side. So he's inviting you to his side. What's his side at that moment? Just to, a sign that you're on my side is that you are confident to do whatever I ask you to do. So just do it. Be pouring water. But God knows what? I'm God. Whatever I tell you to do, you do it. That's a serious one. Because our brain has 500 ways or sometimes 300 ways of solving the problem. And God says there are more ways than that. That more ways, I am the more way. Me, myself, I'm more ways. And so I'm going to get you to come to me. Eh? Yes, sir. For some of you, even maritally, that's how God will solve your problem. Even maritally. My husband is him, and God will not even... You see, few of us has God ever told that your spouse is what you are calling your spouse. How many of you have felt your spouse is a monkey? Almost all of you have felt that way before. Yeah, everybody. Don't raise your hand. Though. Don't raise your hand. Though. You must have felt that this one does not. Ah, how did I do me? Did I hear God? Hi, hi, hi. Lord. Hi. So out of all the men that were asking me, oh, this is the person I finally. I finally am in beer with this guy. Say, Kai. Now, when you are thinking those things, when you go to prayer, has God ever told you, ah, I pity you, this. I don't know how you arrive with this. <laughs> now, you see, some of them are real. They are all the facts on ground that this one is a monkey. Like, it's not as if you are, uh, you are not calling me monkey because you are angry. It's actually one. And then you can prove your point. But God will not join you. Why does God not want to join you? Is He wants you to join him. Now, your friends might join you. I said, Jim, 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 Kuli actually is that guy. That guy has been, since I've known him. You see, when you're agreeing to marry him, I was just wondering that, ah, this girl has. But, you know, I was trying to give you sign, but you were not listening to us because you thought you had seen Pastor. And I, 
He said, Pastor, all these pastors are not very serious at all. I did not know. So my pastors, I can't. God will help you. Now, it's a man that can do that. God will not do that. Why? That's not God's business. What's God's business? God wants you to trust. Listen. To know that that thing you want, that good marriage you want, that he, can, he will do it. Him. Him will do it. So what he will not do? He will not tell you to be fetching water. When what you need is wine. Now the point is, you think he needs to fix the guy. You know, you can't tell God how to solve anything. That guy can remain a monkey for another two years and the story of the marriage changes even though he's still a monkey. But you're not having joy, having peace. Then third year, he cannot become a human being. But you have been happy before he changed. Because God can do it without him. Are you getting my point now? So he's not wanting you, you see, you are not joining God to solve, you are not, you and God are not making a plan. You are not an addition. You are not adding idea for God to solve your problem. You are the one that will align with him. So he will, he will take you as a be fetching water. God is wine. God is a, <laughs> to you, wine and water is far. To me, it's not far. I can make what wine from nothing. I can just do like this, what wine will enter your hand. However I like. But I will give you an instruction that will take your eye off the crisis. Yeah. I'm preaching now. I'm preaching. Because you, you are looking at the crisis. You are not looking at me. And what you look at multiplies. Yes. Yes, sir. What you look at multiplies. So I will give you an instruction and that instruction will make you remember that ah, if not for God, so God can give an instruction and say, don't retaliate again. From today, I don't want you to retaliate. When this girl behaves like a goat, don't say anything. That will be the instruction. And you know that this guy is taking me for a ride. He needs to know that. Because if I allow him, that's what your other co-monkey friends will tell you. Don't allow him take you for a ride. That's the enemy is fighting. <laughs> Don't allow him to take you for a ride. If he takes you for a ride, <laughs> I said, okay, this guy, I'm not allow this guy to take me for a ride. And so you are you are focused on the on the issues. But what would the Lord say? The Lord would say, No, go and fetch water. If I don't want to hear that matter in your mouth again, you know what that means? It means that anytime there's a reason for you to talk. You will not talk because God has said. It means that you are now focusing on the Lord. See, anyone that is, I will preach it here. I'm called to preach. There are two aspects to everything you are doing. In your marriage, you are married to your spouse, but you are also married to the Lord. In your business, you are doing business as per business. But that business, God is a partner in it. In everything you are doing, there are two aspects to it. Now, it is the aspect with God that should control the aspect you are doing with men. Let it be thy will on earth as it is in heaven. So you are meant to mirror that one that will now determine how you do this one. If you focus on this one, it will not be well with you. If you focus on the physical, it can't be well with you. Because this place is seen death crisis that is there. So, anytime this person now, because you don't know the date that this person will absence, you see, there is no date. 
There's only one person who is good, God. The date other people will be good, no date. No date. Who do, do you know when I will change? You don't know. I, I might die like this. You know, you have no dates for people's change. No yes, dates. Yes. If we had dates for people's change, it would have been good. I say, okay, you have no dates. Let me tell you, the dates that your business will blow, you don't know. It might not blow. It might not blow. That thing, one day, one day, one day go better. It might not better. <laughs> we are being positive. It might not. Now, but the question is this. One that is always best. God. That one is always good. So that's the one you ought to focus on. And then that one now instructs how this one will be done. You remember the serpent that was biting them, book of numbers. Is it number 19? The serpent was biting them. You see, there are many ways to solve it. Run fast. Buy drugs. Buy, there's a leaf. If you, if you do the leaf like this, the juice, you put it in it. But as you are putting it in this one, another serpent can bite you. You can, okay, buy a um, shoe that is long or stick. Stand or say, there are different ways to stress yourself to solve it. But the way God told Moses we are going to solve it is that I will put another serpent. There is one serpent here, but there's another serpent we can raise. Keep looking at this serpent mysteriously. In a way I choose, in a way I choose, you will be free from the serpent biting your hair. Now, if you f- over-focus on the serpents on ground, you might be free from one, another one will come. But there's a good one that does not bite. The one that is lifted up does not bite. If you can focus on that one, you'll be free. Are you together with me? You can go and sit down, brother. And he said, Jesus now told us, he said, that way is the same way the Son of Man will be lifted up. And if we look unto him, he will draw men. Give me this Jesus' version. Hallelujah. Amen. Play me small guitar. Let me uh, keyboard. Let me hear whether the Lord has something to say to us. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in wilderness, even so, the Son of Man be lifted up that whosoever believes in him should not what? Perish. Perish. But what? Have. So if we focus on Jesus, we are sure that we'll have life. Like you are sure of life. Yes. You are sure. Friend, don't do any other one. Do this one that I'm telling you. Don't, don't stress yourself. We already know the outcome. Why would you fail an exam where the lecturer gave you the, the answer? Why? This is the marking script. Don't fail. Don't fail. Forget about the serpents. Look unto Jesus. If you believe in him, you will not perish. But have what? Eternal life. Now let's go back to our scripture, John 2. So I spoke about how the very funny dynamic of getting the people to get water when what they are needing is what is wine. So I don't want you to take for granted those instructions. Those instructions in prayer. Huh? Instructions in what? In prayer. They will just come. They just say, praise me. Don't just say thank me. Just say keep quiet. Don't pray about this matter again. Do this, do that. Don't joke with those instructions. Stop having explanations you didn't get from God. 
is it men can agree with you, but does that solve your problem? Now, this is what you did to me. After they collected my money, they now did this. And God has said, well, according to me, that, that's offering. God said you gave offering. Now, men cannot understand that. I said, they collected my money. They said, well, we're going to go to the Department of Human Rights to pretend and surrender. Let's go. You are just wasting your life. Hear what God says and you have life. Why is she doing this to me? Oh, no, 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 she did it. And when she gave me meat, she gave me three, two meat, one meat, one of the meat does not have legs. God said, no, that's not what happened. God said, that's not what happened. Are you with me? You need to find out, God, what's really, what happened? God will tell you what happened. He will tell you how to behave. Now, any other argument you have after that is a journey of wasting life, your own life. So, fill the water pots with water and fill them to the brim and say unto them, Drought now! And bear unto the governor of the feast and they bear it. Now, you can see Mumu, right? This is uh, they, they, have, they, they have become so that's the journey God is taking us this thing is this thing is instantly but for us it might take years but he's making a mumu now, now, now there are mumu and mumu there's mumu that God called mumu this is not the mumu of the simple in Bible but this particular mumu is the walking of the spirit it's said unto them draw out now Hold on, wait, wait first. Let me explain something to you. Can I talk to you here? Are you enjoying this thing God is saying to us? Now, fill it, fill the water to the water, to the brim. Now, what is spectacular about filling water to the brim? Nothing. Uh What is spectacular about, what used to be in that place before? It's still water. It's still water. But when they took it out and gave to the governor, it turned to wine. Why? Because, are you together with me? Why? Because the spirit, are you with me? The spirit of God had received their lifestyle. Uh, what's the lifestyle? The lifestyle of obedience. Oh, I need to, I'm preaching something. I'm preaching something fine. I'll tell you what I'm preaching now. This is the point. That you see, for that what for that water to be turned to wine, there was no need for anything dramatic. There was no need for anything spectacular. But until you drink it, you will find out that a lot has happened. You just drink it first. It's not dramatic. The real things that God has worked on, eh, they look very simple and normal. The real people who carry the glory, the power of God, they don't need to levitate. They don't need to scream. It looks simple. It could not. Now, the point is this. When God is about to move your life from one point to another point, it won't look dramatic. Eh? Forget it. It won't look, it won't look dramatic. Oh. It will be the simple things he has just told you to do. You won't even know until one day when the time is come. When God now needs to present you, somebody will not drink it. You have always thought it's water. 
but because of your lifestyle, it has changed. It has changed. Whereas somebody who is not who is not wine, is just is just water has gone to add color. Color. <laughs> yeah. Because he wants to look spectacular. He has gone to add color. He has gone, he's speaking on the grammar. He's doing all the gymnastics. All his tongues are upside down. He's doing everything. But by the time it's, it's time to taste, one will look like wine. One will be wine. One will be wine. Can I talk to you? Will you listen to me if I talk to you? Don't, don't, don't force things. Don't be dramatic. Don't try and look like it. If people want to take you for granted, don't force things. You just be living the obedient life. The repenting life. Do what God says to you. Just, just do normal. Let everybody take you. Just be yourself. Hey. The spirit is charged up that your system. That's your drum. The spirit of God has taken over. It's looking normal, but that place has turned to a base of heaven. It has turned to, it has turned to the home of power, of glory. He's still looking ordinary. Why is he looking ordinary? Because God has, God is preserving you. God sometimes anoints you with ordinary because he's trying to preserve you for your timing. It's not that you are, you are not ordinary, but you have been, you have been graced to look ordinary. Reason because your time has not come. And so he blesses you with ordinary. Embrace it with all that you've got to enjoy. But when it's time, when your now has come, by the time they drink it, oh my goodness. Am I pretty here? Yes, sir. By the time they drink it, see, when the ruler of the feast, eh, when the ruler of the feast, I tested what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you screaming. I can't hear you. It is the water. What is it? What is it? What is it? The water that was made wine. The water. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's water, but it's wine. It's a mystery. It's water, but it's wine. That's what God is doing with you. It's normal. It's simple, but it's powerful. It doesn't look like it, but chains are breaking. No more drama, but the glory is here. This guy, Boy, he's the usher. He washes the toilet. See the way that small boy called him. Boy, he's still the billionaire. He's the owner of that company. Him, the water, wine. You don't have to be wine to be wine. Yes, yes, sir. You can be water. Yes. And be what? And be wine. It's easy. It's very easy. Eh? Water. No expiring date. Water is water. Water is water. Water is everybody's friend. Water is normal. Keep it that way. Keep it normal. Keep it general. Keep it. 
but rich with obedience. Yes. Rich with walking with God, but no more. But when they taste it, are you together with me? When the rulers taste it, when devils taste it, when when captains of industries taste it, like why are we be paying this guy? This is the best thing that should do this day. Why? Because it's now your time. Yes. And then the person is now wondering. The person who took his place looks ordinary. But it's not ordinary. You know, this was how Esther entered into the palace. She's Esther. She's a beauty pageant. She's not just a fine girl. Esther is not just a fine girl. She's full with scripture. She's not just a baby. But when she got there, she didn't have to go, you know, my name is, my name is Esther Jesus. You know, I'm Esther, you know, I'm Esther of Christ. No, it's just Esther. Yes. Looking normal. Yes, sir. But this one is not just Esther. She can be Esther, but she can be a prophet. She can be the wife of Lapidoth, but she's also a prophet and a deliverer. At the same time, it's water, but it's also wine. Also wine. How do I know you are not wine? When I see that you're not water. Yes. That's how I know. How do I know a man is not anointed? When he likes to always look anointed. He's not anointed. When you always want to look anointed, you're not anointed. When you're anointed, I will see water. I will see you normal. I will see you gentle. I will see you calm. I will see you like everybody. Then something is going on. How do I know you don't have authority? When you love it. How do I know you don't have authority? When you love authority, uh, you don't have it. <laughs> you don't have it. When you love to command everybody, I know oh, God did not give you authority. But how do I know you have authority? Why you just why you just why you just follow simple instructions? I know what this is. This is water becoming wine. You have you have absolutely no reason to force anything. You just stay in obedience. And God will turn your what? See, he said, the water was made wine. Are you enjoying this preaching? Yes, this, this is so powerful. Yes. The water was turned to wine. And it says, the, when the rulers of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine. And knew not when it was. But the servants which drew the water knew. Hey. Hey. See, those who drank it. They say, Ari, Ari, But the servant said, What Ari? Ari, 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 Wow, this guy, I've never seen the way you walk miracles. See the way you walk. There's nothing. There's nothing there. There's, I'm water. The world will say they have never seen our, our kind before. But we know where God picked us from. Yes. yes, sir. We know where God picked us from. Yes. It was, it was, it was from mess. Yes. It was from mess. <laughs> it is when you didn't turn water, you didn't turn from water to wine that you'll be bragging as if you have always been wine. Yes. We, we have not always been wine. Is there someone here who has always been wine? I 
you are drinking that water, I'm, that wine, I'm not even sure. Oh, do you need the water for that any time? <laughs> who, who can make what I'm saying? You remember Peter? Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Some verses later, he was so pretty as wine. Some verses later, he said, Don't say you will die. Jesus said, Apart from me, you, you are water. We, we are just trusting the Lord. That's the posture that we get. We are drinking wine, but it's, it's water we know we put there. This sick of someone is God that turned it to wine. I'm just water. It's God that turned me to wine. So it never gets to our head. Because it's, our, it's with our hand we went to pour it. And we, what we are pouring is not wine we poured. It's what I know. Friend, I know myself. I, this blessing that you are saying is not, it's not for local. I'm not bringing from heaven. I know myself. I'm just water. I can, I can give you the, what contain me. It's H2. Oh. How we turn to hydrogen, Perosa, I do not know. <laughs> I don't know how. But by the mercies and the glory of God. It's the mercy of God. It's the mercy of God. You may be amazed and shocked and say, what is this? But I know what this is. It's water. It's water. It's, it started insignificant. We don't even know when it turned significant. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And so, if you see yourself as just ordinary water, you qualify as wine. Yes. And if you see yourself as wine, don't forget where you're coming from. Yes. You came as water. And so when everybody acts like they don't know, you know. Yes. And never forget. Say the disciples, the servants knew which the disciples withdrew the water knew. <laughs> Tell somebody I know. I know. You are so brilliant. You are so this. I know. Indy, I know. I saw your powerful message that you sent me. Very powerful. Say, Pastor Zach, you are this. Hey, Indy. Indy. I know. I know you tasted wine. But I'm aware that it's water. It's the mercies of God that turned it to wine. Come on, give Jesus praise. I need to pray. to wine and that lie what a
ask me to release an impartation this I don't know what you want
minutes from the Lord. In Jesus' name, we're praying. Uh, we have five minutes, but this is how it's going to happen. I will say a prayer. I will allow the choir to keep singing for three, four minutes. When I say the prayer, I want you to engage the Lord. And um, there will be impartations that will rest upon you. And um, the impartations will bring you to another frequency, another realm, another level in your work with God and in your perception of spiritual things. So I want you to be open now. Don't just think you just came to church. I want you to, well, just obeying the Lord. Are you ready? Father, I pray for all my friends here. Father, I pray for everyone here. Let a definite portion of the Spirit let it rest. No, I don't don't shout the amen. Just receive. Let it rest on your hearts now. Let a definite portion. Bring them to a higher level of awareness. Awareness of their callings of their destinies. Aha. Let the power of God let it do wonders in their hearts. There are five of you who is having an encounter of fire already now. And five of you who the Lord is touching in a special way. Even right now. It's, it's like fire in your hands. <coughs> Some of it is fire in your heart. Let the increase of the glory of God be in this house. Let it be now. Oh, thank you, Father. Let the angels of the Almighty, the, the mighty angels, I see mighty angels. At the corners of this house. And the angels are blazing with fire. Blazing angels. And they are wielding the kingdom. They are, they are blowing. They are blowing like, like a garment that looks like a fan. They are wielding it. And that's the kingdom influence. They are wielding it. It's like a garment. At the same time, it looks like a fan. But it's fiery. And um, there will be manifestations of their presence even in our midst now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, my goodness. 
I see the Lord anointing the people into their purposes. There is a fresh anointing into your purpose, into your destinies. Aha. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father. Receive from the Lord. Receive from the Lord. Receive from the Lord. Receive. Receive from Jesus. It gives spiritual substance. Is aha. Receive from Jesus. Receive from Jesus. Receive from Jesus. Allah Debesh. Receive from Jesus. In fact, the Lord just told me there is there are healings going on. Receive from Jesus. Receive from Jesus. Receive from Jesus. You still tell me what I ring to lie. I won't let go. You're still turning. You have two more minutes. Let that substance rest on you. Father, right now I ask, oh God. That your your fire, your bones of fire will rest on your children, will come upon their hearts. You're still turning